So we're reaching the 18th chapter in Bhagavad Gita, Perfection of Renunciation. Arjuna Vacha Sanyasasya Mahabaho Tattam Ichamivedudum Yagasya Tarashi Kesha Pratakeshi Nishudana. Arjuna said, Almighty, I'm the one. I wish to understand the purpose of renunciation or Tyaga and the renounced order of life, Sanyasa. O killer of the Keshi demon, master of the senses. Oh, but. Actually, the Bhagavad Gita is finished in 17 chapters. The 18th chapter is a supplementary summarization of the topics discussed before. In every chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna stresses that devotional service unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the ultimate goal of life. This same point is summarized in the 18th chapter as the most confidential path of knowledge. In the first six chapters, stress was given to devotional service. Yoginam api sarvesham, of all yogis or transcendentalists, one who always thinks of me within himself is best. In the next six chapters, pure devotional service and its nature and activity were discussed. In the third six chapters, knowledge, renunciation, the activities of material nature, and transcendental nature and devotional service were described. It was concluded that all acts should be performed in conjunction with the Supreme Lord, represented by the words Om Tatsat, which indicate Vishnu, the Supreme Personal. The third part of Bhagavad Gita has shown that devotional service and nothing else is the ultimate purpose of life. This has been established by citing past Acharyas and the Brahma Sutra, the Vedanta Sutra. Certain imp impersonalists consider themselves to have a monopoly on the knowledge of Vedanta Sutra. But actually, the Vedanta Sutra is meant for understanding devotional service. For the Lord himself is the composer of the Vedanta Sutra and he is its knower. That is described in the 15th chapter. In every scripture, every Veda, devotional service is the objective. That is explained in Bhagavad Gita. Should I continue? As in the second chapter, a synopsis of the whole subject matter was described. In the 18th chapter also, the summary of all instructions is given. The purpose of life is indicated to be renunciation and attainment of the transcendental position above the three material modes of nature. Arjuna wants to clarify the two distinct subject matters of Bhagavad Gita, namely renunciation, tyaga, and the renounced order of life, sannyasa. Thus, he is asking the meaning of these two words. Hare Krishna Prabhupada. Two words used in this verse to address the Supreme Lord, Rishikesha and Keshi Nishudana. 
are significant rishikesha is krishna the master of all senses who can always help us attain mental serenity arjuna requests him to summarize everything in such a way that he can remain equipoised yet he has some doubts and doubts are always compared to demons he therefore addresses krishna as keshi nishudana Keshi is the most formidable demon who was killed by the Lord. Now Arjuna is expecting Krishna to kill the demon of doubt. Thank you. Vikas, no. Uh, once I complete the shloka, I can do. Shri Bhagavan Uvacha Kamyanam Karmanam Nyasam Sanyasam Kavayo Viduhu Sarva Karma Phalatyagam Pravahus Tyagam Vichakshanaha the supreme person of god said the giving up of activities that are based on material desire is what great learned men call the renounced order of life or sanyasa and giving up the results of all activities is what the wise call renunciation or tyaga so good vikas ho hari krishna prabhu the performance of activities for results has to be given up this is the instruction of bhagavad gita but activities leading to advanced spiritual knowledge are not to be given up this will be made clear in the next verses in the vedic literature there are many prescriptions of methods for performing sacrifices for some particular purpose there are certain sacrifices to perform to attain a good son or attain elevation to the higher planets but sacrifices prompted by desire should be stopped However, sacrifice for the purification of one's heart or for advancement in the spiritual science should not be given up. Hare Krishna. Next three. Tyajyam dosha vaditya ke karma prahurmanish naha yajnadana tapak karma natyajyam iti chapare Some learned man declare that all kinds of fruitive activities should be given up as faulty yet other sages maintain the acts of sacrifice charity and penance should never be abandoned rishmanti there are many activities in the vedic literature which are subjects of contention for instance it is said that an animal can be killed in a sacrifice yet some maintain that animal killing is completely abominable although animal killing in a sacrifice is recommended in the vedic literature the animal is not considered to be killed the sacrifice is to be is to give a new life to the animal sometimes the animal is given a new life after being killed in the sacrifice and sometimes the animal is promoted immediately to the human form of life there are different opinions among the sages some say that animal killing should always be avoided and others say that for a specific sacrifice it is good all these different opinions on sacrificial activity are now being clarified by the lord himself thank you for your question verse 4 nischayam shrudme tatra tyage bharata sattama tyagohi purusha vyagra trividha samprakirtitah translation of best of bharatas Now here my judgment about renunciation of tiger among men renunciation is declared in the scripture to be of three kinds uh alok rishikesh ko hari krishna shri prabhu pad ki jai oh, but although there are 
differences of opinion about renunciation here the supreme personality of godhead shri krishna gives his judgment which should be taken as a final after all the vedas are different laws given by the lord here the lord is personally present and his word should be taken as final the lord says that the process of renunciation should be considered in terms of modes of material nature in which they are performed in which it is performed which they are performed it is it is it is performed they are it is performed uh, next is a very important verse yajna dana tapa karma natya jam karimeva tat yajno danam tapaschayiv pavanani manishinam acts of sacrifice charity and penance are not to be given up they must be performed indeed sacrifice charity and penance purify even the great souls swadhyay uh, bhum parabhasila prabhasila prabhasila yogis should perform acts for advancement of human society there are many purificatory processes for advancing a human being processes for advancing a human being to spiritual life the marriage ceremony for example is considered to be one of these processes it is called vidya vivaha yajna in the renal order of life and who is given up his family relation encourage a marriage ceremony the lord says here that any sacrifice which is meant for human welfare should never be given up vivaha yajna the marriage ceremony is meant to regulate the human mind so that it may become peaceful for spiritual advancement for most men vivaha yajna and a lost you yeah we lost you uh, prabhu ji shall i read start from again prabhu ah, okay it, it got uh, perfect way sila prabhu this is smart na huh? reading and rereading yeah. <laughs> the yogi should perform acts for the advancement of there are many purificatory processes for advancing a human a human being spiritual life the marriage ceremony for example is considered to be one of these sacrifices it is called vivaha yajna today sanyasi who is in who is in the order of life who has given up his family relation encourage the marriage ceremony the lord says here that any sacrifice which is meant for human welfare will never be given up vivaha yajna the marriage ceremony is meant to regulate the human it becomes so that it may become peaceful for spiritual Uh, for most men, this vivaha yajna should be encouraged even by persons in the renowned order of life. Hare Krishna, Prabhu. Go ahead. Ah, uh, yes. For most men, this vivaha yajna should be encouraged even by persons in the renowned order of life. Sanyasi should never associate with women, but that does not mean that one is in the whole stages of life. Amen. Should not accept a wife in marriage ceremony. All prescribed sacrifices are made for achieving the Lord. Therefore, in the Lord's case, they, they should not be given up. 
similarly charity is the purification is not the purification of the heart if the, if the charity is given to suitable person as is as is said previously it leads one to advance spiritual life yes shri prabhupada shri prabhupada ji thank you prabhu go back to the last line 18.5 last line ियन भागवतम also it is said that any activity which leads to devotional service to the lord should be accepted that is the highest criteria of religion a devotee of the lord should accept any kind of work sacrifice or charity which will help him in the discharge of devotional service to the lord correct similarly a sanyasi may perform a marriage ceremony to help his disciple in the advancement of krishna consciousness if one renounces such activities it is to be understood that he is acting in a mode he is acting in the mode of darkness so typical indian you say saying i cook myself have you ever noticed that people have a tendency to say i cook myself are you saying like you put your hand in the stove and cook it or something cook for oneself
purport by shila prabhupad shila prabhupad ki jai one who is in krishna consciousness should not give up earning money out of fear that he is performing fruitive activities if by working one can engage his money in krishna consciousness or if by rising early in the morning one can advance in his transcendental krishna consciousness one should not desist out of fear or because such activities are considered troublesome such renunciation is in the mode of passion the result of passionate work is always miserable if a person renounces work in that spirit he never gets the result of renunciation so i completely forgot yamuna mai mata ji i also there hari krishna prabhu okay next one you can read i completely forgot sometimes you have your own uh, connection on so uh, hold on i will just go to this box कार्यमित्यर्मा Mother, somebody in your family is not well. In my family, Babuji. Yeah. We all three were in COVID situation, Babuji. Now I am better. My Babuji is in COVID now. Ah, that's what I I got. He's in COVID. I didn't want yes. to kind of uh, speculate. So, I want to request all the devotees in the group to pray to pray for uh, Arunam Madhavi Mataji and family to so recover fast and get back to active service. Thank you, Babuji. Hare Krishna Prabhu ji Mata ji can give her and Prabhu ji's name to Sudha Swami Prabhu for yajna Yeah 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 you can send me your name huh? we are doing yajnas for all the devotees Sure Prabhu ji I'll share with you Translation purport purport by Shri Prabhupad A person in Krishna consciousness or in the mode of goodness does not hate anyone or anything which troubles his body He does work in the proper place and at the proper time without fearing the troublesome effects of his duty such a person situated in transcendence should be understood to be most intelligent and beyond all doubts in his activities exclaimant nahi deha vrtas shakyam yaktum karmanya sheshatah yastu karma phala tyagi satyagi tyapi diyate It is indeed impossible for an embodied being to give up all activities. 
But he who renounces the fruits of action is called one who has truly renounced. Madam Sarupro. Yes, sir. It is said in the Bhagavad Gita that one can never give up work at any time. Therefore, he who works for Krishna and doesn't enjoy fruitive work results, who offers everything to Krishna, is actually a renouncer. There are many members of International Society for Krishna Consciousness who work very hard in their office or in the factory or some other place. And whatever they earn, they give it to the society. Such highly elevated souls are actually sannyasis and are situated in renounced order of life. It is clearly outlined here how to renounce the fruits of work and for what purpose food should be renounced. Thank you, Bhagavad Gita. For one who has not renounced the threefold fruits of action, desirable, undesirable, and mixed, accrue after death, but those who are in the renounced order of life have no such result to suffer or enjoy. A person in Krishna consciousness acting in knowledge of his relationship with Krishna is always liberated. Therefore, he does not have to enjoy or suffer the results of his acts and death. The next one. Panchaitani Mahabaho Karanani Nivodame Sankhe Krutante Proktani Siddhaya Sarvadarmadam. Beginning the five factors of action. O mighty Andarjuna, according to the Vedanta, there are five causes for the accomplishment of all action. Now learn of these from me. Oh, but So far, I heard it appears you're also not well. What's wrong? Little bit cold, Prabhuji. Oh, you better get yourself checked tomorrow. It doesn't subside, huh? I'm using this magnetic therapy, Prabhuji. Okay. Oh, no. Anyway, whatever works for you. <laughs> There are so many doctors in this group. You better, you better advise them. One can never work at any time. Therefore, he who works for Krishna and not enjoy the fruit of everything to Krishna is actually a renouncer. What are you reading? Members of the International Society for Krishna. Yeah, what are you reading? Which was... This is verse 13. 11th I am reading. Not 11th, I think. So 13th. 13th, yeah. 13th. Yeah. A question may be a question may be raised that since any activity performed must have action, how is it that a person in consciousness does not surrender the action of the lady citing the philosophy show how this is possible? He says that there are five causes for all activities, and for such all activity, one should consider the causes. Sankhya means the talk of knowledge, and Vedanta is the final of knowledge accepted by leading acharyas. Even Shankara accepts Vedasutra as such. Therefore, such authority should be consulted. The ultimate control is invested in the soul. As it is stated in the Bhagavad Gita, Sarvasa Chaham Fisvishta. He is engaged everyone in certain activities by reminding him of his past actions. 
and krishna conscious acts done under his direction from within yield no reason either in this life or life after death thank you ಸೋಪರ್ಟ್ಸ್ಟ್ರಾಂಗ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಪ್ರಶ್ನೋಪನಿಷತ್ಸ್ by the verses gyo at ev gnyo at ev uh, i don't know probably tell me how to pronounce gnyo ta eva gnyo gnyo at eva gnyo ta eva gnyo at eva 2.3.18 and karta and karta shastrartavatva ಸಿಟಿವಿಟಿ those in complete krishna consciousness are not ultimately responsible for their actions everything is dependent on the supreme will the super soul the supreme personality of godhead thank you text 15 shariravan manobhiryat karma prarabhade narah nyayam va viparitam va panchayate tasya hetavah whatever right or wrong action a man performs by body mind or speech is caused by these five factors harihara parpad by shila prabhupad shila prabhupad ki jai the words right and wrong are very significant in this verse right work is done in terms of the prescribed directions in the scriptures and wrong work is done against the principles no no wrong work is work done right work is work done right yes. work is work done in terms of the prescribed directions 
wrong work is work done against the principles of the scriptural injunctions but whatever is done requires these five factors for its complete performance hari krishna prabhu ंगलीजेंटिजेंट A foolish person cannot understand that the super soul is sitting as a friend within and conducting his actions. Although the material causes are the place, the worker, the endeavor, and the senses, the final cause is the supreme, the personality of Godhead. Therefore, one should not one should see not only the four material causes but the supreme efficient cause as well. One who does not see the supreme thinks himself to be the doer. Mm. In this verse, the Lord informs Arjuna that a desire not to fight arises from false ego. Arjuna thought himself to be the doer of action, but he did not consider the supreme sanction within and without. If one does not know that a super sanction is there, why should he act? But one who knows the instruments of work, himself as the worker, and the supreme Lord as a supreme sanctioner, is perfect in doing everything. Such a person is never in illusion. personal activity and responsibility arise from false ego and godlessness or a lack of krishna consciousness anyone who is acting in krishna consciousness under the direction of the super soul or the supreme personality of godhead even though killing does not kill nor he nor is he ever affected by the reaction of such killing when a soldier kills under the command of a superior officer he is not subject to be judged but if a soldier kills on his own personal account then he is certainly judged by a court of law exciting jnanam nyayam parijnata trividha karma chodana taranam karma karte ti trividha karma sangraha knowledge the object of knowledge and the knower are the three factors that motivate action the senses the work and the doer or the this so that motivate action knowledge the object of knowledge and the knower are the three factors that motivate action the senses the work and the doer are the three consequences of action um rani satyabhama mahatri i'm sorry i didn't make you read the last time propert by shri la prabhupad shri la prabhupad ki jai there are three kinds of impetus for daily work knowledge the object of knowledge and the knower the instruments of work the work itself and the worker are called the constitutes of work any work done by any human being has these elements before one acts there is some impetus which is called inspiration any solution arrived at before work is actualized is a subtle form of work 
then work takes the form of action. First, one has to undergo the psychological process of thinking, feeling, and willing, and that is called impetus. The inspiration to work is the same if it comes from the scripture or from the instruction of the spiritual master. When the inspiration is there and the worker is there, then actual activity take place by the help of the senses, including the mind, which is the center of all the senses. The sum total of all the constituents of an activity is called the accumulation of work. Don't don't leave. Just stay on this sloka once again. Once again, I just said don't leave. So the three kinds of impetus for daily work: knowledge, the object of knowledge, and the knower. Instruments of work: the work itself and the worker are called constituents. Yeah. It's a difficult one. Text nineteen. Nyanam karma chakartha cha tridhai bhagunam bheeta taha tochyate guna sankhya ne yatha vachrana tanya bi. I don't know why my video stopped once. According to the three different modes of material nature, there are three kinds of knowledge, action, and performer of action. Now hear them from me, Rahul. Hear yes, of them from me. Sorry. Purport by Shila Prabhupada. Shila Prabhupada ki jai. In the 14th chapter, the three divisions of the modes of material nature were elaborately described. In that chapter, it was said that the mode of goodness is illuminating, the mode of passion materialistic, and the mode of ignorance conducive to laziness and indolence. 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 All the modes of material nature are binding. They are not sources of liberation. Even in the mode of goodness, one is conditioned. In the 17th chapter, the different types of worship by different types of men in different modes of material nature were described. In this verse, the Lord says that He wishes to speak about the different types of knowledge, workers, and work itself according to the three material modes. Hare Krishna. Text twenty. Sarobhudeshu ye nekam bhama bhava madhya yamikshate abhivaktam vibhakteshu tajnanam vidhi sattvikam. That knowledge by which one, by which one undivided spiritual nature is seen in all living entities, though they are divided into innumerable forms, you should understand to be in the mode of goodness. That's what he came up with. Perfect by Shila Prabhupada. Shila Prabhupada ki jai. A person who sees one spirit soul in every living being, whether a demigod, human being, animal, bird, beast, aquatic or plant, possesses knowledge in the mode of goodness. In all living entities, one spirit soul is there, although they have different bodies in terms of their previous work. As described in the seventh chapter, the manifestation of the living force in every body is due to the superior nature of the Supreme Lord. Just to see that one superior nature, that living force in every body, in every body, is to see the mode of goodness. Is to see in the mode of goodness. 
that living energy is imperishable although the bodies are perishable differences are perceived in terms of body because there are many forms of material existence in the conditional life the living force appears to be divided such impersonal knowledge is an aspect of self realization the concept that the material body is the living entity and that with the destruction of the body the consciousness is also destroyed is called knowledge in the mode of fashion according to that knowledge bodies differ from one another because of the development of different types of consciousness otherwise there is no separate soul which manifests consciousness the body itself the soul and body is itself the soul and there is no separate soul beyond the body according to such knowledge consciousness is temporary or else there are no individual souls but there is an all pervading soul which is full of knowledge and this body is manifestation of temporary ignorance or beyond this body there is no special individual or supreme soul all such con- conceptions are considered products of mood of passion very good explain it to ஸ்ஸ் Mm-hmm. By the knowledge of the common man is always in the mode of darkness for ignorance because every living entity in conditional life is born into the mode of ignorance. One who does not develop knowledge through the authorities or scriptural injunctions has knowledge that is limited to the body. He is not concerned about acting in terms of the directions of scripture. For him, God is money. and knowledge means the satisfaction of bodily demands such knowledge has no connection with the absolute truth it is more or less like the knowledge of the ordinary animals the knowledge of eating sleeping defending and mating such knowledge is described here as the product of the mode of darkness in other words knowledge concerning the spirit soul beyond this body is called knowledge in the mode of goodness knowledge producing many theories and doctrines by dint of mundane logic and mental speculation is the product of the mode of passion and knowledge concerned only with keeping the body with keeping the body comfortable is said to be in the mode of ignorance hari krishna thank you very niyatam sangarahitam aragadvesh tata kritam அபல பிரேப்ஷுனா கர்மா பிரேப் சுனா கர்மா எத்தாத்விகம் 
and without deserve of fruitive results is said to be in the mode of goodness. Hello, Prashikesh Pal. Hi, Krishna. Shil Prabhat ki jai. Shil Prabhat. Regulated occupational duties as as prescribed in the satisfaction or self-gratification यत्तु कामे सुना कर्मा साहं केरे नवा पुनः क्रियते बहुला यासम तद्राज समुदाहरतम Bradshan performed a great effort by one seeking to gratify his desires and enacted from a sense of false ego is called action in the mode of passion. Anubandham kshayam himsam anapeksha japaurusham mohad arabhyate karma yatta tamasam uchyate That action performed in illusion in disregard of scriptural injunctions and without concern for future bondage or for violence or distress caused to others is said to be in the mode of ignorance. Do you know what I'm saying? Hare Krishna, Prabhupada, Shira Prabhupada. One has to give account of one's action to the state or to the agents of the Supreme Lord called the Yamdutas. Irresponsible work is destructive because it destroys the regulative principles of scripture Injunction. It is often based on violence and is distressing to other living entities. Such irresponsible work is carried out in the light of one's personal experience. This is called illusion, and all such illusory work is a product of the mode of ignorance. Hare Krishna. Six twenty-six. Mukta sango anaham baadi ritu sahasaman vidha. ियंसिस्टेंटलीस such a worker is situated in the mode of goodness hare krishna ragi karma phala prepsur lubdho himsatmak oshuchi himsatmak oshuchi arsha shokan vidak karta rajasa parigirtitah 
the worker who is attached to work and the, and the fruits of work doesn't enjoy those fruits and who's greedy always envious impure and moved by joy and sorrow is said to be in the mode of passion madan swaroop bro yes sir a person is too much attached to the certain kind of work or to the result because he has too much attachment for materialism or hearth and home wife and children such person has no desire for higher elevation in life he is simply concerned with making his, this world as materially comfortable as possible he is generally very greedy and he thinks that anything attained by him is permanent and never to be lost such a person is envious of others and prepared to do anything wrong for sense gratification therefore such a person is unclean and he doesn't care whether his earning is pure or impure he is very happy if his work is successful and very much distressed distressed when his work is not successful such is the worker in the mood of passion thank you ayukta prakrita stabdha sadho naishkritiko alasah chato sorry chato naishkritiko alasah vishadi dirga sutri cha karta tamasa uchyate the worker who is always engaged in work against injunctions of scripture who is materialistic obstinate cheating and expert in insulting others and who is lazy always morose and procrastinating is said to be a worker in the mode of ignorance now i know uh aruna madhavi madhavi proper bachelor prapad in the scripture injunctions we find what sort of work should be performed and what sort of work should not be performed those who do not care for those injunction engage in work not to be done and such persons are generally materialistic they work according to the modes of nature not according to the injunctions of the scripture such workers are not very gentle and generally they are always cunning and expert in insulting others they are very lazy even though they have some duty they do not do it properly and they put it aside to be done later on therefore they appear to be morose they procrastinate anything which can be done in an hour they drag on for years such workers are situated in the mode of ignorance udhair bhedam drutaischaiva gunatastra vidham shruno pochyamanam asheshena prataktvena dananjaya Oh, we know wealth. Now, please listen as I tell you in detail of the different kinds of understanding and determination according to the three modes of material nature. Devi Das, you know that. Arey Krishna Prabhu, performing actions in terms of the directions of scripture called pravritti or executing actions that do not conform. What are you reading? Actions which are not selected are not to be performed. What are you reading? One does not know the scripture actions, becomes unclean in the actions. Mother, which one are you reading? Understand is discriminates by intelligence. Ma, what are you reading?
Rule 30, what's provision? 29. I said 29. Sorry. Now, after explaining knowledge, the object of knowledge, the knower in three different terms according to the mode's nature. The law explaining the intelligence and determination of the work is Pravartinja nevrtinja karya karya bhaya bhaya bandham moksham chaya veti buddhis sapartha sattviki. This is a very important verse. Memorize it. O son of Pritha, that understanding by which one knows what ought to be done and what ought not to be done, what is to be feared and what is not to be feared, what is binding and what is liberating, is in the mode of goodness. Swadhyaya Prabhu, you can read. Performing actions in terms of the directors of the Sutra is called Pravruti, are executing actions that deserve to be performed. And actions which are not so directed are not to be performed. One who does not know the scriptural direction becomes entangled in the actions and reactions of birth. Understanding which discriminates by intelligence is situated in the mode of goodness. Srila Prabhupada Kijai. Thank you, bro. Yes. Has everyone had a second reading? Madan Surupa, you also had? Yes, Prabhuji. Okay, so then let's conclude. It's almost an hour now. We've covered nearly uh, nearly half the chapter. The 79 verses, I think. 78 verses, probably. And we've done about 31. So let's catch up tomorrow and continue the rest of the chapter. Shri Prabhupada Ki. Requesting again everyone's prayers for uh, all the devotees across were affected by Corona and in our case, uh, particularly Arunamadavi Mataji and her family. Okay, Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. 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 Jai.